What up, everyone? Welcome back. This is the Mind Body Mentor Podcast. My name is Steven Jaggers, and I am your host. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm doing a solo cast. It's not going to be very long, but I am hoping to do more of these solo casts to just kind of provide value to you guys, provide insights, provide life lessons and embodiment that I have experienced and gone through myself. And specifically with this one, uh, we are going to talk about and we're going to redefine the concept of holding space, something that is a term that's really thrown around in the healing community, in the spiritual community, in the, I don't know, life coaching community, if you will. And I think it's just something that we need to define and have a better understanding um, on that sort of term while we're using it. And with that being said, if you'd like to support the podcast, let me know if you like these solo casts, message me. Um, and then also you can leave a five-star review and that just helps this little podcast grow so much and allows me to keep continuing to put this info out there for the masses. I love you guys so much and enjoy this little solo cast. What's up everyone? We are going to drop in here on this little solo cast on the topic of holding space and let's redefine it because having a definition to words is so important and it's so important for understanding and actual communication. Uh, communication is really about communing. It's about connecting. And I think a lot of people in relationships and um, just day-to-day interactions, we use words, but we don't actually know what people's definition behind those words are. You know, you could say that you love somebody, but what do you actually mean by love? And what does the other person mean by love? Or you could say that we are in a relationship well, let's actually define the relationship and what does that actually mean? Or, you know, I have a connection to God. What does that, what does that actually mean to you? You know, words are the carrier of meaning and it's so important for us to be connected with each other that we actually have a definition around that word and, and we actually know what we're talking about. And, you know, I hear the term holding space come up so much lately and it, if you're anything like me, it kind of makes me cringe a little bit, you know, because there's, there's barnacles attached to this word and we need to be able to kind of strip, um, those barnacles away from the word so that we can come to understanding. We can come to connection within that. And so I put a definition to the word. It's my definition. Um, and you can even resonate with it or you, you can't, but if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably interested in what I have to say. So I appreciate that. And I love you so much. So holding space, uh, the way that I teach it is this is the definition. It is having developed the ability to fully experience whatever is happening in the present moment through witness consciousness and not being reactively involved, but responsible. I'm going to say that again. 
having developed the ability to fully experience whatever is happening in the present moment through witness consciousness and not being reactive, but being response able. Now let's break that down a little bit. You know, having developed the ability to fully experience whatever is happening in the present moment. You know, trauma itself is a, it is a, disorder of not being able to be in the here and now because the past has been stuck into our here and now you know trauma or or the past is not actually what happened to you yesterday or what happened to you in the past it's actually what stayed from what happened in the past into the present moment. And what stayed from what happened in the past is usually some sort of defense defense systems, armoring, you know, uh, intelligent responses from our being that kept us safe and kept us, um, you know, able to move on with our day-to-day life. Uh, but that being said, you know, having as a as a practitioner of any sort, life coach, psychologist, body worker, Cairo, if you're in the helping professions at all, you know that good bedside manner is more important in someone's healing than the actual treatment itself. And, and bedside manner for, for this uh, sake would be the ability to actually hold space for someone going through a difficult experience. So having developed the ability to fully experience what is happening in the present moment through witness consciousness. A witness consciousness, let's actually break that down. It means mostly through our own practices, establishing enough inner space and stillness, you know, a higher state of coherence, alignment within ourselves, so that the process taking place in front of us can be held in its full capacity. You know, uh, stressors, traumas, shit that we go through in our day-to-day life, they take a toll on our capacity. And we, you know, when we only have a certain capacity, we can't actually hold a space for someone else in our full capacity. So, you know, through our own practices, what practices do you have put in place to develop witness consciousness, to develop enough inner space and enough stillness, um, you know, within yourself, a higher state of coherence, you know, coherence or alignment, you could say. Alignment is like when you, your thoughts, words, and actions are all saying the same thing. It's when you are in a coherent state and you can always feel, you can feel someone else's nervous system or someone else's bubble when they're not in coherence or they're not in alignment. And you know, their thoughts are thinking one thing, they're saying another thing and they're doing another thing. And that person is not in alignment. And you can literally feel that. And when a person is in alignment with themselves, with their journey, with their mission, you know, when everything that they're doing is communicating the same thing, they're thinking the same thing, they're talking this, talking in the same way, and they're actually taking action in the same capacity, that person is in alignment. And there is a magnetism within their aura, within their being. And you will find that you probably want to surround yourself with people that are in alignment. So what daily practices do you have put in place to develop a sort of witness consciousness where you can hold whatever thing is happening in front of you to its full capacity, 
where your shit, this, whatever you have going on is not leaking into the space that's in front of you. You know, one of the practices that I have that I do with practitioners is to be able to pull all of their energy out of the space in front of them because you are holding space and you don't want your shit to be put onto them. So have you developed uh, enough inner space, enough stillness, you know, alignment that you can, I mean, it's a byproduct of life that we are all going to have shit that we're working through and stuff that we're working through. But can you actually put that behind you for a moment so that you can show up in the fullest capacity for this person in front of you? Can you just hold this person at whatever spectrum they are in its full capacity in front, in front of you? So that we defined witness consciousness, you know, we're actually defining the terms in the definition now. So having developed, you know, holding space is having developed the ability to fully experience whatever is happening in the present moment through witness consciousness and not being reactive, not being reactively involved, but being response able. Now, let's let's uh, define, you know, what reactive is. And this is something that we see within our current health paradigm you know it, it, being reactive is kind of known as like the fix it mentality um, when you are trying to fix somebody you are and i do this <laughs> i'm guilty of this especially in relationships uh, if someone is having a difficult experience or say my significant other is you know, having an issue, I want to fix it. And I think as a man, our mentality is like, we want to fix it. We want to get to the root cause of the issue and we want to fix it right there and right then. And that's a, a very rational and a logical thing to want to fix it. And a lot of the times my significant other, she doesn't want to be fixed. There's nothing necessarily wrong. She's just feeling a certain way and just wants me to sit there and listen. And that's totally okay. Uh, but, you know, being reactive is, is the fix it mentality. And a lot of uh, practitioners want to help people and that intention is good. But if you are in a fix it mentality, you are seeing the other person is broken. And the first step in holding space for somebody is to see them as an incredibly intelligent system being that has an innate intelligence running through them, running through every cell in their body, through their mind. Like their body is so freaking smart. It's repairing itself on a day-to-day -day basis, on a cellular, cellular level. Um, all of its bodily functions are you know, basically running itself. And there's so much intelligence in that, that w just, just being with somebody and honoring that, like whatever is showing up, whatever symptoms are showing up, symptoms are our greatest friend, you know, symptoms are, are, uh, you know, the body speaking, the mind speaking that this, there's something that's coming up and we need to pay attention to it. And the fix it mentality is a lot of the times, like, let's just stop this, the symptom. We need to just shut the symptom down and symptoms are our greatest friend. They are an intelligent response of the body. You know, a lot of the times, uh, 
the fix it mentality is what clients have probably already experienced with everyone around them, with their parents, with other practitioners. You know, they've been seen as they're broken and that they need to be fixed, which often furthers the issue. You know, it furthers the stress and the pressure that is put on them. And it literally kills the space that you are holding because you are actually putting direct pressure on them by needing to fix them. And let's just talk about, uh, you know, the number one killer I talk about this a lot is, is stress, is trauma. Trauma and stress are very synonymous, meaning that it's, it's, uh, it's not actually the thing that's happening to you. It's, it's, the, it's the response. It's a trauma response. It's a stress response. And everybody has a different capacity. But, you know, what is stress? Pre- it's pressure. You know, if you have all these stressors that are put on you. You have all these pressures. And, you know, I, I talk about this a lot. But, you know, you, how do you get rid of pressure? You have to X the pressure. You have to express. You have to find ways to express and to get that pressure out of your system, like X the pressure. And some of the most stressed out people in the world have found amazing ways to channel that into different sort of expressions, such as beautiful art, music, dance, uh, businesses that have helped so many people. Um, lots of different ways to express and, 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 you know, if you don't express, then you suppress. And if you suppress, you become repressed and depressed, oppressed, all of those negative pressure words until you are, until it's densifying and calcifying into your body as a physical sort of dis-ease of energy. And, you know, Let me make sure this is still recording. Okay, we're good. Um, So if you, like holding space, you are holding a safe container, literally a safe energy bubble around this person to be able to express. And if you are being reactive or if you are in the fix-it mentality, those are direct pressures that you're putting on this person, that you are putting into this safe bubble and it literally kills the space for them to express because you're putting more pressure on them. You're putting more stress on them. You're telling them that they're broken. So the first step is seeing them as they're intelligent and they absolutely have the capacity to make it through um, whatever is coming up for them. There is an intelligence within their system that can that is way more powerful than my rational mind and my rational mind could ever come up with some sort of fix-it plan. You know, when I was a body worker for a while, I... Uh, you know, when someone would come in and say that they have shoulder pain, I would already be thinking in my mind, like a protocol, like, okay, I'm going to work on infraspinatus, subscap, uh, bicep tendon. Like I'm already creating a protocol in my mind, um, while this person is talking to me. And that is exactly the opposite of actually holding space because they're actually telling me what's going on. And I just need to be in a full, you know, fully experience whatever's happening, like through witness consciousness and not like being reactive in my mind, coming up with a protocol, um, but actually just being able to fully listen and fully take in whatever they are expressing within that space. So let's go back to the definition, you know, having developed, I'll say it again, having developed the ability 
to fully experience whatever is happening in the present moment through witness consciousness and not being reactively involved, but responsible. And I say response able because so the opposite of react reactivity is being responsible and being response able. So let's define responsible, the ability to have awareness to minute details in energy fluctuation and respond in the corresponding way. So are you, do you have the ability to respond? Not react, but respond. Are you response able? So through witness consciousness, through inner stillness, whatever is coming up, do you have the ability to remain present in new in neutrality? And then when something comes up, like, are you aware of the minute details in their kind of energy fluctuation in what's, what's going on? What, what is the look on their face? What's going on in their body language? You know, are you taking, are you, do you have the capacity to fully experience, fully hold whatever this person is saying? And are you absorbing every little detail that's coming in and not necessarily thinking how to fix them? You're just absorbing everything that's, that's coming through. And then, you know, in, in sessions, you know, whether you are life coaching, whether you are a, a psychologist, whether you are a body worker, a yoga teacher, a, 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 you know, somatic release breath worker. I have to remain in a neutral state when someone's going through their process and I have to remain absolutely in alignment and having enough inner stillness, enough neutrality so that I can be aware of the minute details that fluctuate within their energy. And then when something comes up, I can respond in the corresponding way. You know, if, if there is a tremble in the lip, if there is, you know, a starting to a trembling in the body, if there is, um, you know, if someone starts to make noise while they're releasing or, or if they're just, you know, if they just want to purely express, do I have the capacity and the awareness to just be response able enough, the ability to respond to just holding off and not putting any of my shit on them? So we have kind of defined the holding space 101 definition. And, you know, something that I do for myself before I am going to kind of hold space for another person before every one of my sessions in whatever capacity I am holding with somebody. Um, a big piece is being able to differentiate what is self and what is other like that? That's huge um, because you don't want your shit leaking on them and you don't want whatever's, you know, expressing from them. You don't want to internalize it and take that on for yourself. So like how aligned are you within yourself? How well do you know yourself? Um, do you know what's yours so that you can know what is theirs? So you can hold space for what is theirs to be transmuted and expressed. Um, you know, I, I, Every time before I work with a client, I do three things. And those three things are setting my own alignment and setting what I call as a, as a fulcrum. And a fulcrum is a physics term for an anchor point. So I set an anchor point within my spine, within my own alignment. 
Um, so I'm not thrown off my own alignment. I'm not thrown off my own posture. Like how is my physical posture? Is it good? Am I leaning in towards them? Am I getting caught in their story by kind of just leaning into them? Am I leaning away from them and not really engaged? Or am I just fully aligned and present and, you know, I have an anchor point from the top of my spine to the bottom of my spine and no one can knock me off of that point. And then I also, you know, step two is I, I clear my own stuff out. You know, if you are holding space for somebody, you can almost imagine that there is a bubble in front of you and you are holding that container, that safe container for someone to express. Um, so I will pull all of my energy. I will basically clear out all of my shit and just put it right behind me. You know, I'm a human. I got shit that I'm going through. I got stuff that I'm going through. You know, I got stuff that has happened throughout the day that is probably stressing me out as well. But I have enough inner awareness and inner stillness that I can um, put that kind of behind me for the time being so that it doesn't leak into to this person's space. And step three is I am relating that to them in a way where I am... 100% communicating from my being, I am honoring the innate intelligence of life itself. Life is incredibly intelligent. It knows exactly what it is doing. My mind will just get in the way when I'm working with somebody. So there is a state of being that I can orient myself in where I am honoring the innate intelligence of their body the innate intelligence of this planet, of the plants that are in my room that are growing in a specific way. Like life grows and moves and is always striving for homeostasis and equilibrium. And that is just how it is. And the more that I can honor that and be in alignment with that, and just by relating to someone in that way, I am seeing them as like a happy, healthy, whole and complete person. And maybe they're not happy and healthy and they feel whole and complete, but I am relating to them as if they are that way. And you will be absolutely surprised if someone comes to you with a very heavy thing obviously you're going to honor it and, you know, tell them, thank you for sharing this with me. It means so much. And I, I can definitely be empathetic and, and uh, feel what you're going through. But I also am not necessarily thinking like, oh, you know, for them, like, woe is me. And, and, uh, and wow, that just absolutely sounds terrible. I'm like, now, I know that people have difficult experiences in their life, and a lot of the times those things are the catalysts for their growth. So it could be a terrible thing that has happened to somebody, and who knows what that is going to transform this person into doing, into becoming. It's like my mind could think that this thing is an absolutely terrible thing, um, but who knows what actually will what actually will unfold from that. So I really have no idea. And there is an in, innate intelligence that's unfolding within life. And that's just the story that I choose to believe. And I have seen work over and over and over again. So with that being said, you know, the body's always striving for homeostasis. Our mind is striving for homeostasis, equilibrium. We're constantly searching for balance and 
I'm going to leave it at that because I think that the next podcast I'll probably go over homeostasis and, and equilibrium. Um, but yeah, if you guys enjoyed this little solo cast and you want to hear more of me just kind of rambling on and talking about different, uh, you know, defining different words that come up in the space, uh, please let me know. And if you can leave me a five-star review, I would be absolutely just tickled from the inside of my core. And uh, I love you guys so much. Reach out to me at any time. This is what I love to do, and I love to have conversations about it. And uh, as you can tell, I am jazzed. So have a beautiful rest of your day, and thanks for tuning in. 